Coming up on the Unleashed podcast, we got lots to cover, including our brand new super star-spangled spectacular awesome lobby. If you haven't seen it yet, you'll get a sneak peek, a video tour on the way. Plus, enrichment daycare. What's that all about? Well, we're going to find out because we're bringing it to Unleashed in 2024. So stay tuned. We got a lot to talk about. Let's get it cranked up right now. I'm Ben Larson, the host of the Unleashed podcast. Welcome in. We got a lot uh, going on and a lot to talk about here as 2024 kicks off. Couldn't be more excited to be getting going here in January of 2024. A lot of people think, well, January and February, very depressing months. And uh, yeah, you know, there's not a lot of sunlight. Uh, it's cold, whatever. But we are really just looking forward to a, a spectacular 2024 at Unleashed. A uh, couple of big things going on. As you know, we've been renovating. We've been uh, changing the whole kennel. But it's almost been a whole year now since we did the renovation of our kennel building, the bland, brand new floor, the brand new kennels, the brand new grooming room. We did the whole one side of our facility with brand new fencing, outdoor play yards, turf. Wow, what a ride. We have just completed and moved into and started up our brand new lobby here at Unleashed. So we're going to get to that in a minute uh, and tell you all about that. Plus, Allison Jacobs and Kirsten or Kristen Purris of uh, Scouts Honor in Bloomington, Indiana. What's that all about? They're going to join us. Uh, they do enrichment-based daycare, and so are we. We're modeling our program after what they're doing in, in, in Bloomington because it has been great for them greatly satisfied improved lives for their their pets their owners we're going to talk all about it we're bringing enrichment daycare to unleashed here in 2024 we're starting right now and we could not be more excited about it so we're going to get into what it's all about what is different about enrichment what you can do to tailor the experience for your dog can't wait to tell you all about it here on the unleashed podcast but first uh, we are going to get to our full sponsor for the day and that is dog hair that could be on your floor uh, we don't want it on your floor. We want it on our floor at Unleash, and that's why you should get a full-service bath with de-shedding uh, treatment. And see all that hair? That's Buster and Toby. The, that My golden retrievers, I brushed them out for maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes. That's what happened, okay? That hair otherwise would just be kind of floating off their bodies onto your floor, into the corners, forming dust bunnies, getting all over your clothes, getting all over your furniture. Bring them into Unleashed. Get a full shed control treatment along with a full-service bath. Your dog will look great, smell great, and be less hairy. Okay, that's the key. We really brush in. We have a whole technique we use to get un the undercoat, the hair underneath out, and de-shed, or at least control the shedding as much as possible. So again, shed control treatment uh, at Unleashed. You'll you want to check it out because it is uh, good stuff there, and that that's really what you want to see uh, when you bring your dog in. We've got... Like I said, an expanded grooming room, expanded service, so you can uh, you can get booked and get your dog smelling and looking and not shedding as much. Uh, and if you do it regularly, it'll be really great. In fact, we're going to have Joe Zuccarello, who helped us design our grooming room. He's going to join the podcast in a couple of weeks, and we'll talk more about that as well and, and why it's a good fit for you uh, to get your dog all spruced up and, and looking good. So we had a, a good uh, time 
uh, going through the Christmas and holiday season with Unleashed. A lot of fun events, and we'll do a real quick recap for you here. Uh, wanted to show you first uh, what we did with the lobby. So we got a brand new lobby. We opened it just in time for Christmas. Uh, we took the house that's on the property. We converted the garage into our new lobby. And so just to give you a, uh, a look, it's sort of how it went down and what happened. You can see here as we move through the garage and the door being removed, we got walls up, we got the siding up. Uh, so we converted it into that. We've got a door that we poked through and built on the side to go straight out into the kennel facility. There's what the garage looked like before. We had a desk that was on wheels. We kind of got everything moved around, uh, got new drywall up. We stripped it down to the studs, insulation, drywall, and then we redid the floor, uh, and that you'll see that in a minute. And we got a bunch of different decorations up. You can see we put some paw prints in there to lead you to where the the uh, lobby desk is. And that's uh, what it looks like now. And what I'll do here is show you just a quick uh, video version. If you're kind of parking in our new configured parking lot, boy, we've made a lot of changes at Unleashed, haven't we? And you can pretend you have your dog here, and you're walking up now across and over into the the uh, lobby in the new area. Um, and you can see what it's going to look like when you get into the door. But we used to go into the uh, side gate there, but no more as I wait for the camera to focus. <laughs> but you used to be able to do that. Uh, we're not going in there now. We're going into this door. Uh, and as you can see, we had some signage up uh, recently saying, hey, welcome to our new lobby opening. We got it done just in time for Christmas. Uh, there's our Christmas tree. There's Amber and Justin and a little area to sit and you walk right up to the front desk and we can check you in and then a little bit later on we're going to have a little retail section as well you'll have the ability to purchase some unleashed clothing and some different uh, cool little products and amber's saying hi there uh, so you have a chance to to look at that uh and and buy some cool stuff from us as well as we get that set up but for now the lobby's up and running a little more space for you as you come in and and check it out and check in or check out your uh daycare grooming or boarding dogs so or Cats, for that matter, if you're boarding a cat. Uh, so it's all there. You want to go in there, and we were able to get your dogs and, and pets in and uh, feeling a little bit better because you can go in. It's not, You're not going to hear all the barking from uh, the same building that the kennels are in. Uh, we can go outside and go down either side of the kennel building on the outside so that we can get right to a play yard and not have to go through uh, the dogs who are there for boarding and, and have them bark and all that stuff. So it really is just – it allows us to – not only have more room and a better experience when you're checking your pets in and out, but then also it allows us to uh, take your dog to right to a play yard and not have to go through the building. It allows us to take your cats right back to our cat condos, our cat room, and you won't have to deal with any barking dogs. They won't be stressed out by any of that stuff. Uh, so just couldn't be happier with the way it turned out. We're very excited, of course, for the new lobby here at Unleashed. We also had some holiday fun, just like we should when you're taking care of a bunch of dogs and a bunch of pets. You want to enjoy the Christmas and holiday season. Uh, so I wanted to share that with you a little bit. Uh, we did a, a scavenger hunt for the dogs where they found their own presents. We had some uh, toys and treats for our daycare dogs, and they picked them out themselves, and we sent them home. So that was a lot of fun. We also brought Santa Claus in uh, for a chance to take some photo shoots and do some pictures with those who wanted it. Uh, you know, dogs are looking great here. I don't know about... Uh, about the Santa. Uh, that guy seems a little creepy. Uh, I, quite frankly, I'm kind of surprised that pet parents, you, you let your dogs near this guy, but whatever. Uh, I had a chance to take some pictures. I guess they turned out okay, so hopefully that was good. But we did, uh, did a lot of uh, pet pictures and dog pictures with Santa. Might come back next year. Maybe we should get a different Santa. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> we'll do it again. We always like to enjoy our, our Christmas time 
and taking some of those pictures and doing some photo shoots at Unleashed. And stay tuned for the rest of the year. There's a lot of holidays in a given year, right? We're going to do some Valentine's work, Easter, 4th of July, you know, Halloween. Uh, we do a lot of that at Unleashed. We like to have a lot of fun, do some events, not only pictures, but activities. So keep it tuned here, and we'll share with you what's upcoming so you have a chance to get your pet involved with having some cool pictures done, some cool events. Uh, we always love to do it. We love to have a, a good time, a lot of fun at Unleashed. So you, you'll want to definitely pay attention through the year. We've got a lot of good stuff planned here for 2024. Can't wait to share it with you. And speaking of sharing, let's uh, share with you our pet of the week this week. It is Indy, uh, such a sweet mini golden retriever dog. And she's a, she's like a small version. It's exactly what it sounds like, a small version of a golden retriever. Indy's been coming to us since 2021. Uh, and uh, not kidding, she is absolutely one of our sweetest dogs. Just loves belly rubs, loves to just have you come up and pet her, and so sweet. You I, I, I'm not kidding you when I tell you, when I see Indy in the morning and bring her back to the, the play group or see her during the day, my heart melts a little bit. Okay, Now, look, I am an owner of two Golden Retrievers, uh, just, I guess, regular breed Golden Retrievers. Indy is a mini Golden, uh, so a little smaller, uh, but so sweet and just loves, loves, loves everybody on staff. Uh, she'll yell at the handlers in a sweet way. Uh, she just loves to play and loves to be around. Her nickname's Indie Girl, and she loves to play with Georgie, who's a dachshund, and Dixie, who's a lab mix, but kind of a mini lab mix, Dixie, and then Razor, who's a Pomsky, one of our staff dogs. Uh, just plays, loves to play, loves to enjoy things. It's just one of our absolute favorites, uh, and, and uh, certainly this week's Pet of the Week and well-deserved with Indy. And you can have your Pet of the Week as well. If you come to daycare regularly at Unleashed, uh, the time will come when you are honored as Pet of the Week. You get a free day of daycare, and you get uh, you know a nice little video on our social media, and you get honored on the podcast. It's, uh, it's all around a pretty good package, so uh, very happy to have Indy as our Pet of the Week this week here at Unleashed. So that's a recap of kind of what we've been up to through the latter half of December with all the holiday fun and Indy being the pet of the week. And we can't wait. So excited to jump right into 2024 because there are so many cool things happening at Unleashed really throughout the entire year. Uh, but with the new lobby and then the enrichment daycare, uh, we'll talk about it here. It is going to be a spectacular year. And I just, I can't, I've never been more excited uh, to, to do what we're doing here at Unleashed. We're finally to a point. We started... Uh, in 2019, we got through COVID. We went through all this stuff. We've grown the the daycare almost from scratch, uh, expanded the grooming, expanded the facilities. That's not finished yet. We've got more to come this spring and hopefully this summer as we continue to grow and, and just you know turn ourselves into the best facility in Madison with the best services in Madison in the Madison area. Uh, really just so excited uh, to not only do this, but have you be a part of it. Uh, and it's been a great ride so far, and we look to look forward to, to what will be a, a fantastic 2024 and beyond. Uh, and we are going to be joined in a little bit by Allison Jacobs and Kristen Paris of Scouts Honor uh, in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, so kind of far away, but I had a chance to go visit there and check out what they do. And we are modeling what they do because they have set a standard that is just awesome. They've won awards. Uh, they have an enrichment daycare program that is just, in my opinion, second to none. And we're going to model it here at Unleashed. So we'll get to that in a minute and we'll have them on the podcast to talk all about it and why enrichment is such a great option. And really, it is the future of daycare. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but first, I want to just go over what this looks like here at Unleashed. 
So we have launched Daycare 2.0 at Unleashed. It's an enrichment-based daycare model, and it is a, a drastic change from what we've been doing. So the question is, why and what is enrichment? Because maybe you've heard of it, but maybe you're not quite sure what it's all about, or, or maybe you've seen some things, but this is going to be maybe beyond what you've ever seen. So what I want to do here is just describe it and talk all about it and what your options are for your dog as you're considering enrichment daycare here at Unleashed. So uh, why enrichment is the first question, right? If you're thinking about, well, you've got the traditional daycare where you just bring your dog and you bring your dog in the morning, drop your dog off, your dog plays in a group uh, all day long, maybe gets a break, maybe throw in a treat, something like that, and then you pick up uh, late in the day and maybe you get somewhere between six to eight hours of just socialized play that's supervised with your dog. And that's generally been pretty good. That's been the model for daycare across the country. And it's been okay, uh, but it has its limitations. I strongly believe after I've talked to a lot of people across you know, the United States who are doing and trying different things with their daycare programs, that this enrichment daycare model is the future of daycare. And you're going to start to see it more and more across all daycares and in all areas and we want to be one of the first we want to be the leaders of what enrichment is all about here at unleashed so what does it allow for well it's an opportunity for a better experience for your dog an opportunity for your dog to improve an opportunity for your dog to get the kind of daycare that can be tailored to the needs of your dog now think about it if you're going to go to a party or be around 15 people okay uh, in the same general area, maybe a break or two, would you want to do that for eight hours? Heck, even in my uh, partying days, as it were, right? Uh, I don't know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, it's been a while. Uh, you know, I go out at maybe nine o'clock at night and be done by a little past midnight on, on a longer night, 2 a.m., but that's, that's a pretty big marathon, right? That's really in my prime core, tight window of uh, partying days. And that got to be pretty long, and I was exhausted and tired and worn out afterward. Some people aren't. Some people are can go right through it, as some dogs can. But do you really want to spend eight hours doing that? Probably not. That's what we ask a lot of dogs to do right now in daycare. So you think about it, too. When are you most tired? When you've worked a day doing you know mental, not non-challenging mental work? Or when you're buckling down and have to, whether it be study for a test or or you know, do some intensive mental work at your desk. A lot of times you're just as tired as a human and it's not, it's not any different with a dog. In fact, one hour of mental stimulation can often equal more than one hour of physical activity. Why not do both and give your dog a chance to have more success and more of a chance to stimulate themselves and grow, uh, you know, in an enrichment environment. Uh, it's, it's just a chance not only for your dog to do that, but we can do a more extensive evaluation and tailor the daycare uh, more specifically to your dog's personality and needs. And so uh, it's it's pretty good. It's, it's like the model, would you rather have your dog go to a babysitter for eight hours or go to school for eight hours where there's a chance to really understand the specific needs and do more you know, with your dog? So we have broken it down basically into three standard programs here. One is just the structured daycare, which is the same generally as, not I shouldn't say, it's not the same uh, as our daycare program today, but it's the same cost. So you, you take your dog into a group where there's no more than 15 other dogs or 14 other dogs, 15 dogs to one human max in our structured daycare groups. But instead of just kind of babysitting and having the dog play all day, 
uh, and just kind of be around dogs all day. A lot of times dogs will get kind of tired. They're kind of done with it by the afternoon. We're going to engage in some structured daycare activities. What's that? Well, we'll bring out a session of toys and encourage the dogs to play a specific way with either rope toys or jolly balls, uh, maybe bubbles in the summertime pool play. In the wintertime, if there's snow that ever comes, we can do some snow play as well. Um, group sits, maybe some group agility. We have actual structured daily activities for your dog to engage in. We give more breaks, more downtime to get out and settle down a little bit and then go back into the group. And we you know, monitor and, and report on how your dog is doing if they're going to be in structured daycare the whole day. So it's a much more focused daycare day if you're going to do that program. You take a step up to the hybrid daycare program, there's a lot of dogs who can only really do about a half day of daycare, and then they're tuckered out, and they don't want to be around a bunch of other dogs anymore. Kind of like people, right? There's a lot of people like that as well. Some dogs are great all day in daycare, and that's the case. That's the minority of dogs, but it is a minority, but it is certainly uh, the best fit for some dogs, and we let you know about who we feel that's the best fit for, and they'll stay in structured daycare. But we want to offer another option where you get a hybrid daycare, and then half day of daycare, then for the second half of the day, they're resting, but they come out a couple of times to do some enrichment activities. So we'll get to what enrichments, the specific enrichments, but they're designed to mentally, as well as physically, stimulate your dog. So both. And give your dog a chance to have one-on-one time more focused with a human, plus doing an activity that can stimulate them and you know help them to be better, both you know, in social situations with humans and maybe at home as well. Maybe they, they can change or alter their behavior at home. That's some of the reports that we've gotten from these enrichment activities that the dog is, is just a little bit better and a little more relaxed and a little more calm even at home once they've sort of been integrated into this program. And then there's dogs who, for whatever reason, there's many reasons, can't have group play. Maybe they're just never going to be good with other dogs or a large group of other dogs in group play. Maybe they're not uh, altered yet because we have that eight-month cutoff rule that unleashed that if you're not spayed or neutered by eight months, you can't have group play because we need to just protect everybody and you can't have those hormones going around the group, right? So between eight months and whenever your dog is going to be altered, solo daycare can be an option. At least 20 to 30-minute enrichment sessions, at least three of them during a day, you can actually add on more if you want, but that's what solo is all about. And you get a, a chance to, again, do an engaging, stimulating enrichment activity with one of our handlers three different times during the day at least, and a chance to still you know, get way more out of, of your day than you would have otherwise. And now, again, some dogs are in there because they're not altered yet. Some dogs maybe can't have group play, but we want to see if we can get them into group play. That's a definite option here with solo daycare where we can start with maybe one-on-one play with a neutral dog and then add two to three more and see how it goes. And is it possible? We've had some success certainly in the past working with dogs who just could not handle large group play. They started small. We built them up. And over time, maybe several months, they got to a point where they could go into large group. That is definitely an option with solo daycare as well. And then there's some dogs that will never be able to be in a large group, and they're always going to have to be in solo because it's just not for them, but they do thrive in solo. And there's the option right there. So we're so excited to be able to give that option where we really couldn't before at Unleashed. So that's part of this program. So what are the enrichment activities? There's a lot, and uh, we can always add to this list as well, but we have agility, we have slap mill, which on our website, you'll be able to see videos of all these activities and what they're about. 
Okay, so you can go to our website, unleashedmadison.com. You can click on the Enrichment Daycare and go to the Enrichment page, and then you'll see videos of yours truly along with our trainer, Skylar, explaining what each of these activities is and what the benefits to them are for your dog. So agility, slap mill, which is like a self-powered treadmill. It's really cool. A ball pit for scavenging and stimulation. The snuffle mat, same thing. A puppy puzzle, uh, again, another version of, of using your dog's search and nose to find treats, uh, stimulating activities, scavenger hunt, and then a nature walk or fetch because there are some breeds definitely think about retrievers <laughs> love to play fetch and that's a hugely stimulating activity for uh, different breeds of dogs so it's really a great opportunity and you can go on the online again on our website and purchase any of these for a given day and you can choose them as part of the uh, hybrid or solo programs as well if you purchase those programs and when you check in we'll see what you want to do or we can recommend what would be best for your dog we uh, we're going to take dogs through an extensive evaluation and see what activities fit them the best. And that can always change as, as time goes along as well. So again, this program, this daycare 2.0 enrichment program allows us to be so flexible and to be able to fit your dog's needs. We're just so excited to be able to offer this and nobody in our area is doing anything like this. Uh, we expect that more will follow because we're going to be pioneers in this thing, but we're turning ourselves into this awesome new enrichment-based daycare, which is, uh, we're just going to lead the way. And I couldn't be more excited to, to bring this model here to Unleashed. Uh, and next step up, if, if you're at home and you really want your dog to be better with basic manners, leash walking out, you know, along in your street, if your dog is pulling and just not behaving the way that you need your dog to behave, we do have a step up with some some daycare and then training sessions with Skylar as well, confidence building. Maybe your dog is super shy and timid, and you just can tell that, boy, it could benefit from from taking some risks and working with a handler to, to get more confidence. We have things like a wobble board or different surfaces that your dog might not be very confident in, or we can incorporate some of these different enrichment activities but have a much more focused, longer session with a handler. We can offer, offer uh, specialized enrichment training as well, so that can be part of the program as well, and that would be an evaluation and a conversation with us to, again, figure out a program that's best because the goal with the specialized enrichment is to make progress and get your dog to a point where we accomplish the goals that we discuss. So again, the whole thing is just very exciting and a chance to tailor what we're doing to, again, your dog's needs and, and make it work for your dog uh, at Unleashed. And again, we're so excited to be able to launch this and to be able to have you engage with your dog. And if you have any other questions or need more information, boy, there's a lot of ways to get a hold of us. You can go to our website, unleashedmedicine.com, use our chat bot. We're happy to respond to you there. We try and do it in a very timely fashion, usually right away, uh, especially if it's during business hours. Uh, Katie or myself will jump on and get a message and we'll get right back to you and have a conversation over chat bot. You can always email us, obviously. You can call us. You can text us. You can check us out on our social media where we're going to have a lot more videos and information about enrichment and what it's all about. So any way you feel comfortable, please contact us, and uh, and we'll answer any questions you have. We want to tailor a program and, and specifically meet the needs of your dog. And especially, you know, if your dog's been kicked out of other daycares or whatever the case may be, this is or could be. I'm not, I can't guarantee it because we have to do an evaluation, but this could be a solution for you to finally have daycare and enrichment needs met uh, for your dog. So I could not be more excited. I keep saying that, but it's true. Could not be more excited for enrichment daycare, daycare here at Unleashed in 2024.
So hopefully that gives you an overview of kind of what we're doing at Unleashed. But instead of me just talking about it, let's actually talk to some people who have been doing this and whose program we're bringing in and modeling. It's Allison Jacobs and Kristen Paris from Scouts Honor in Bloomington, Indiana. Again, had a chance to visit their facility, uh, modeling what we're doing after what they do because they've had such great success with it and had a chance to sit down and talk with them and discuss all about what enrichment is and how it helps your dog and how they've had success with it. We're thrilled to be joined on the Unleashed podcast by Allison Jacobs and Kristen Paris of Scouts Honor in Bloomington, Indiana, uh, a wonderful facility. If you haven't checked it out, uh, just go to their uh, website, uh, which of course is Scouts Honor. Scouts Honor. Uh, Scouts Honor. No, it's more than ScoutsHonor.com, isn't it? It's, it's what is the website? ScoutsHonor.com was a little too expensive. It's Scouts yeah. Honor Pet. <laughs> it's uh, ScoutsHonorPetRetreat.com. Sweet. Okay, so ScoutsHonorPetRetreat.com. I had a chance to go down and visit uh, firsthand a little less than a year ago now, and was just blown away by by what uh, the two of you and Henry, uh, Allison's husband, are doing at at the retreat. Uh, really fantastic stuff. And in fact, at Unleashed, we are going to be doing a lot of the same model of, of what Scouts Honor has been doing. So really thrilled to have you both on the podcast today. Thanks for, for joining me. I guess I'll throw it to both of you. Kristen is a trainer and Allison, you're more of the you know, business owner, manager, uh, sort of all-encompassing uh, person for Scouts Honor. But why don't why don't we just start with how the idea came about, I know that for you, uh, Allison, it was it was uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was a bit of a career change from where you're you know what you went to school for, but you got into to you know working with dogs, connected with Kristen, and you built this great business. So why don't we start from scratch? It wasn't all that long ago, and you've grown it into something already that's that's really spectacular in Bloomington. Yeah, for sure. So Kristen and I met each other through dog training classes, and then we got to know each other through the nonprofit world. We ran a dog rescue together. We fostered and rehomed, trained several dogs, and we figured out that we worked together pretty well. Kristen was the manager at one of our now competitors, and she didn't have the influence to be able to make changes that she wanted to do to enrich the lives of dogs through animal care and wellness and also make things better for the staff. And so that's what inspired mm. Kristen to start Scouts Honor. And I had been running a dog daycare out of my home and wanted to expand. So we decided to do this venture together. Yeah, <laughs> what a journey it's been. And when was that started, uh, Allison? Was that in 2020 or 2021, was it? We started... Kristen, we started working on this in 2020, right? In August. Yeah, we thought it was a good idea to do that during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I feel, you know, we we purchased Unleashed uh, in, in the Madison area here in 2019. Uh, and I've told the story before, but I told my uh, oldest daughter, she said, is this going to work? <laughs> I said, hey, barring a, you know, worldwide catastrophe, we should be fine. And then six months later, we had COVID. So <laughs> we had a worldwide funny. catastrophe. Yeah. Uh, so Kristen, tell me about just the, the idea and the model that you brought, because what you've been, what you've done basically, and I think a lot of people have heard the buzz about enrichment daycare and, you know, or, or enrichment is a little nebulous. Nobody knows exactly what it means, but of course, Scouts Honor has a really specific model of how how you do things. So obviously you played a key role in that. What 
where, where how'd you come to it? How'd you come to doing, you know, the three basic of structured daycare hybrid and solo daycare? And then of course you do training on top of that. And you at Scouts Honor is a whole training uh, department as well, which is a step above or beyond, I, I guess you would say sort of the daycare model or it can work in conjunction, but why don't you start there? How did you come up with this model? Yeah. So back when we first opened, we only had two programs. When we first opened, we had the day camp program and we had the solo camp program. And when we kind of got into it, we realized that a lot of dogs didn't fit that model of just daycare. You know, a lot of dogs didn't fit and wasn't being successful in an all day camp. Um, so we were trying to figure out a way how to cater to this majority of dogs that, you know, didn't fit in solo. They still needed, wanted to be socialized, but didn't fit in the day camp because they needed something more mentally stimulating. So we spent some time and then we kind of realized, why don't we merge the two to create this enrichment model where we're able to not only give them those socialization benefits, but also be able to tap into those species uh, specific needs that they all have. So that's kind of how that uh, enrichment model kind of blew up is because we kind of stopped looking at, um, you know, one dog fits all or all dog fits into this one box. And we realized that we need to work towards the dogs like natural instincts rather than what we think they should fit. And that's kind of how that began was we did that. And that's also how we kind of modeled our training as well is we have the um, half day in uh, group play and then half day in training. So they're able to get both of those benefits as well. So they get the mental stimulation from being doing enrichments or training and then the physical stimulation from being in a uh, group play and getting that socialization benefits that a lot of dogs need. And then before we get into sort of the specifics of it, Allison, tell me what, you know, 2020, uh, you opened during COVID. Uh, we all kind of went through that. Now we're on the cusp as we talk here today of, you know, 2024 and going into it. You've doubled the size of your facility. You're looking at, at building an entire new facility within a couple of years here or so. Uh, clearly, you've experienced success with with what you've been doing. In it's right down downtown Bloomington, Indiana, uh, just to kind of set the scene. But uh, tell me how people have responded. What has it been like over the last uh, three years here as as the business has grown? We have received a lot of positive feedback educating our staff on the benefits of enrichment. Our mm -hmm. clients that are enrolled in hybrid camps see the benefits of the program in their dog's behavior at home, and they also see it on their report cards that they receive every day. Like uh, we have Cora, the Aussie that just loves hybrid camp and fetch. And <laughs> she thrives in daycare now just because she gets that mental or <laughs> uh, that, mental, <laughs> that mental and physical stimulation before she goes into group play. And so she's already primed and perfected, ready to go to group play and just has the best day ever. And it's, it's really fun to see. But yeah. things have been going really, really well. Um, we have twice the amount of staff that we ever thought that we were going to have. We took on way more space in our current facility than we ever thought we were going to have. And we are just very happy with how our progress has happened. But it, it, we wouldn't be here if we weren't focusing on animal wellness and animal mm -hmm. enrichment. We put the dogs first always. Yeah, it's it's a great model, and you've invented a new word: uh, mental and, and physical stimulation is now medical. So we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah we'll uh, go with that. I'll update my we're gonna, website. We're going to market that. We've coined a new phrase here on the Unleashed Mental. Podcast. I love it. <laughs> Mental. Um, yeah. So so let's let's dive into it a little bit. Uh, it, it, let let me ask you this too: the, the results that you talk about at home, uh, and maybe Kristen, you can speak to this. When 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 we say that, you know, okay, so ultimately, you know. I think a pet parent is looking for uh, a great outlet for their for their 
furry, their fur ball, their pet, you know, their dog, and and they're looking for both, you know, maybe the stimulation, but also a great time, and they, and then they also want to see some results, right? If they're having some issues, maybe at home with you name it, you know, X, Y, or Z, maybe their dog is crazy amount of energy, or they're they're not, you know, handling certain items or or, or uh, situations well at home. Can you tell me, generally speaking, what kind of feedback you're getting from your customers who have dogs within the programs here uh you know at scout sounder and what they are seeing in terms of results at home oh i can i can jump in so um we've had clients say that they're seeing a decrease in especially jumping behaviors um Hmm. because they're not as wound up um we're seeing a decrease in an inappropriate chewing of things at home, boredom, anxiety, stress, and frustration. Dogs that have normally, you know, shown anxiety going home are showing less and less when being put into these enrichment programs because it's finally being able to use their brain to something productive instead of um, just expecting them to be tired because we're just working their body, but we're working their mind as well, which is why we're seeing a decrease in anxiety, stress, and frustration at home. Yeah, fantastic. I, I think that's ideally exactly what you want. It, mm-hmm. It's uh, our mutual uh, friend, Fern Camacho, who's been on the podcast as well, it, it, it used a, a phrase that I love, and it's like, it's going to school rather than just going to a babysitter, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're, it's more than just the physical stimulation. If you have just a standard daycare and your dogs are running around for eight hours and doing nothing except just kind of you know, there and they're in a group and it's great, but there could be so much more. Right. And so that model from going to a, just a standard daycare, uh, to, you know, doing events and activities and, you know, again, enrichment activities beyond just that, uh, can really take it to a whole new level. And it's, it really, you know, Allison, I think is where the industry is probably headed. Right. And we, we certainly want to be leaders in that, in that area. Scout Tower definitely already is. And, and at Unleashed, of course, we're looking to be leaders too. And, and, and clearly you've seen some, some great results from, you know, shifting the model. Absolutely. All of this was inspired by Kristen and I's personal dogs who were starting to <laughs> age out of traditional daycare. My dogs actually got kicked out of group play at their previous facility because they just didn't, enjoy group play all day anymore and they needed some type of mental stimulation to be able to be successful in group play. So all of it came down to focusing on what is best for the dogs and that seems to be where the industry is going. We're no longer focusing on putting as many dogs in a room as possible with as few people as possible. We're focusing (laughs) on engaging, interacting with the dogs and ensuring that they have the most fulfilling day possible. So when they go home, they're not just exhausted. They're tired because they have been thinking and working all day, just like dogs should do. Yeah. And and growing that way, I hear some, horror stories uh of of daycares who have like a hundred dogs in a space with three three handlers or something it's just oh my god i can't i can't even imagine uh so yeah we don't do that kind of stuff but uh, <laughs> no, we uh don't. no we yeah, don't. not at all um kristen are there breeds or, or, breeds or behaviors is it is it when, when you're kind of evaluating is it certain breeds that benefit the most from some of these enrichments is it is it more you focus on the behavior or, you know, maybe it's an anxious dog or an overexcited dog that will benefit most regardless of the breed. Yeah. So we, um, any dog can really benefit from enrichments, but we see working breeds and herding breeds tend to love it the most. I especially just got a border collie puppy and, um, he loves it. Um, but we, any dog really can benefit, um, older dogs really, um, especially with doing snuffle mats and sniff mats can really help their mental, um, cognitive skills. 
uh, for older dogs. And so any dog can really benefit from it, but the working and herding breeds especially love it. Um, it definitely decreases uh, unwanted behavior in group play because they're finally getting that outlet. Um, yeah. But I've seen, you know, labs really love the fetch and you see, you see like older dogs really love the ball pits because they get to get all those snacks. And so, <laughs> well, yeah, the herding breeds and working breeds tend to love it the most. A lot of dogs see a lot of great benefits coming out of it as well. Yeah, it's great. And of course, you got a border collie because you're a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you have to have a border collie. Every right? trainer has a border collie, and I finally <laughs> jumped on that. And he is now four months old, and I am, I don't get much sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're getting your stimulation. Yeah, the, the border collie is your enrichment as a as a trainer <laughs> yes, for sure. Like <laughs> All right, let's talk about. I, I'm always curious when I see you. You have a lot of different um, enrichment activities at Scouts Honor, and, and you know. I certainly looked at that when I was there and, and Unleashed, we're going to offer pretty much all of the same enrichments that uh, you're offering as well. So are there ones that are the most popular? What would you say are the most popular enrichments or maybe maybe uh, they're all kind of equally popular or, w or what do you think? Um, I would Agil think that, would you, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say agility. Go for it, Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> agility, people love to see their dogs doing agility. Um, I definitely see the slap mill is very popular. People love just being able, and especially since it's year round uh, enrichment, people love being able to see their dog get um, that kind of exercise. Um, what else? Yeah, I would say, and then people love seeing their dogs. We do walks as well for enrichment and people love seeing their dogs out in walks. It's just nice for the owner to see their dogs get out of scouts honor and be able to go experience different things, especially through walking and hiking. Okay, get the sniffs in, and uh, I know ball pit is in there as well. I would assume uh, where where you get some. It's a it's usually a little bit of a shorter enrichment because there's only so long that you can keep a dog engaged. Maybe ten fifteen minutes is what I'm kind of assuming when you when you do the ball pit. And if you're unsure of what that is, it's where you have a pit of uh, like we use a, a kiddie pool and we fill it with. Uh, uh, the balls, like the little plastic balls that you'd see in the ball pits. And I don't know. When I was growing up in the eighties, they were awesome. Uh, I loved them. They were my own personal enrichment at like McDonald's or Hardee's or the roller rink. Uh, there were no treats in there though. So dogs have it better than I did. But anyway, you throw little bits and, and treats in there and, uh, it really engages the dog's sense of kind of scavenging and, and, and yeah. looking and being rewarded. Right. And so that, that can be a popular one as well. Yeah, 20 minutes of just sniffing. So through ball pits, snuffle mats and puzzles, 20 minutes of just doing that is equivalent to an hour long walk so it's huge for dogs just being able to tap into that natural instinct of scavenging foraging and uh finding those treats yeah that's great that's a that's a great tidbit to kind of understand mm -hmm. even even if you're at home sometimes you can set up some things for your dogs to sniff uh in the living room if you want to give them an there's, activity uh so it's pretty cool, cool uh, like ways to make your own you know snuffle mats at home i've made ones with towels because my border collie yeah. he figures out the the snuffle mats that I have right now, he's figured them all out. So we've figured out how to make some through towels and stuff. So there's always benefits that you can see from home by just trying it out. I love it. I have two goldens, so my life is easy. You, you chose the border <laughs> color route. I love it. Um, so let's let's Allison dive into the uh, the, the three basic ways in, in terms of your daycare uh, at, at Scout Sound or what we're going to be doing Unleashed as well. You have the structured daycare 2.0, basically, or the 2.0 program with structured daycare. Uh, hybrid daycare and solo camp. You guys call them camps. I'm sorry. We're going to probably stick with daycare, but uh, terminology, right? But um, let's talk about structured and the, the day. What does that look like? What does a typical day for a dog look like, Allison, with the structured daycare model? I'm actually going to let Kristen answer this question. Oh, okay. Because, because, Chris, <laughs> because 
Kristen is the one uh, that really built this program. When she, okay. was, when she was finishing her training certification, Kristen actually worked in the yards every single day for mm. six months, teaching our staff the proper way to engage and enrich a pack of dogs. So I think she would be the I better person to answer this question. Okay, go ahead. Floor is yours, Kristen. <laughs> so just, yeah, so kind of just starting from the very beginning when the dog arrives for the day. The dog arrives for the day, and then the camp counselors greet the dog, and then kind of gets uh, adjusted into the play group. And after that, um, after all the dogs have arrived for the day, is when we start to mentally stimulate them while they're in group play. So you see some fun activities being done in this structured day camp. So you see um, we do... It can be kind of varied there based on the dogs of the group, but typically we try to stick to a one-to-one ratio, one-to-one um, format. So one hour we you know we work on just hanging out with the dogs, working on the report cards, that kind of thing. And the next hour working on mentally stimulating them. So you know that can include group sits, bubbles. Um, that includes agility in the yards. We have little jumps for them, and it also includes just teaching them body awareness, um, not jumping on people. Gate work is really important because it teaches them that important impulse control. And then that's kind of how we spend the day. We spend a little bit of time just hanging out, giving them those rest periods and giving them times to, you know, just be able to socialize with one another, but also not letting them get to the point of over-socialization or over-arousal because we're continuously mentally stimulating them uh, throughout the day. So typically we would start um, with higher, uh, more engaging enrichments in the yard in the beginning of the day. And then as the time goes on and we're reaching the end of the day, we kind of taper off to a little bit lower levels because they've had the whole day of having fun. And now it's time to give them that opportunity to rest both mentally and physically so we don't see any dogs get upset with one another. So as the the morning progresses and you go into the afternoon, um, you're kind of doing the one-to-one. Do you also give them any breaks or how does the kind of the schedule for the day flow in that terms? And when I say breaks, I mean breaks where they actually come out of the pack and maybe take some time just in in a suite or how does that work? Yeah, so it definitely depends on the dog's personality. Some dogs require more breaks, especially like I was saying before, herding breeds and working breeds tend to, you know, get overstimulated very easily. So sometimes we'll give them breaks throughout the day. But if it's um, a dog that just kind of can self-regulate in group play, um, then we can they can they're able to be able to do that in group play. But if a dog struggles with being able to regulate their sleep time and their play time, and it's just constantly go go go, we can send them in for a break in a cabin so they can take that moment and decompress and regulate their own behaviors. Yeah, it makes sense. And then with the dogs that you have that are are just in that program and don't do the other individual enrichments or or you know maybe the hybrid uh, or certainly not the solo because they're in group play. Um, same same kind of reports or feedback from from pet parents. I would imagine if you're doing the the physical, the socialization, and the mental stimulation that that's the equivalent of a hugely full day, and and they're pretty tired and happy when they go home. Oh, definitely. They're definitely tired. Um, it's just, you know, some dogs do fit into that, you know, structured daycare and they can do that, but majority needs more mental stimulation and more one-on-one time. But we do see a lot of, uh, positive feedback and people being like, Oh my God, my dog, you know, slept for two days and they've been just been like amazing. And I'm like, Oh, that's so great. I'm glad that your dog got that um, enjoyment out of camp and got to experience a little bit of new things. And again, you can check all this or go ahead, Allison. I'm sorry. Please jump um, in. I, what Kristen said earlier is is so important. I, a lot of people don't realize that mental stimulation is equivalent to physical stimulation. It makes dogs just as tired. If you study for an exam for eight hours, you're going to be so tired after studying. And so what we're trying to do, especially right now, is educate our client base by telling them that mental stimulation is just as exhausting for a dog as physical mm-hmm. stimulation, but it's exhausting in a more beneficial way. 
Yeah, I think that's very true. And, I, and again, it does equate to humans. Uh, it's the same thing. Uh, if, if you've gone through a, a mentally taxing day, even if you've never left your desk, you're probably more tired than if you, you know, did physical labor all day, really. I mean, uh, it depends on the amount of physical labor, I suppose. But, <laughs> but you know, you're, you're very tired. And it, the same can be true uh, for dogs. I mean, after all, we're all mammals here, right? Come on. Absolutely. Uh, I can see you can take dogs out for 20 walks a day and they're still like, okay, what's yeah. next? What's next? Yeah. And then you do something that's more equivalent to their uh, mental enrichment and then suddenly they're asleep and you're like, okay, that's, that's the, that's the yeah. secret right there. Yeah. That's secret the sauce for mm -hmm. sure. Yep. So again, the, the website is scoutshunterpetretreat.com. If you want to take a look at some of these things, one of the things that jumps out when you, when you go to the, the uh, daycare uh, session or actually the headers camp uh, and you go to daycare, what I noticed right away is that the staff recommends hybrid It's the staff preferred, um, sort of day activity or day long uh, plan for a dog. And that's where you get half day in the structured daycare setting and a half day with two, you know, mentally and maybe physically stimulating uh, enrichment. So let's talk about that and, and why that is staff preferred and what, uh, what benefits you've seen from the hybrid program. We see that dogs are the best versions of themselves when they are in the hybrid program. They don't get overstimulated in group play and they genuinely enjoy the one-on-one -on -one enrichments with the staff. They genuinely enjoy using their brain and using other parts of mammal instincts versus I'm just gonna play and jump on my friends all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ch chance to mix it up in other words and a chance to, to have again, uh, the best of both worlds, you know, if you will, right? Yes, it, it curbs behaviors at home, like what Kristen was talking about, uh, yeah. just because it exhausts other parts of the mind. Dogs are less destructive at home. They're less barky at home. They're less, uh, I'm going to jump on my human and knock them over just because <laughs> they've had that outlet to get out at camp. And then let's let's dive into the solo aspect of it. Uh, how, how let's start with this because it's it's generally dogs. If I'm you tell me, but is it just generally dogs that you know at least at at the start just do not do well? Whether it be because they're overly aggressive or don't read the signals from other dogs very well in group, or maybe they're just too anxious or too scared when they get into group. Maybe all of the above. But how, how does a dog end up in the solo camp program at Scouts Honor? They can end up in the solo camp program different ways. Like what you said, it could be I'm too anxious for group play. And we have seen dogs that have started in solo camp and progressed to hybrid camp and then progressed to day mm -hmm. camp just as they get used to the staff and used to the flow of how things are going at Scouts Honor. We Solo camp has also been great for dogs that are entering sexual maturity and aren't ready to get mm -hmm. neutered yet. Sometimes those male dogs especially We'll start resource guarding females in the yard and we don't want to kick them out of scouts out. We love them. Um, and so we put them in solo camp until they can get neutered and then they re-enter hybrid camp or day camp after they get neutered. Um, it's also for dogs that just don't enjoy the company of other dogs like my dogs. They, they don't. Um, and that's totally okay. Not all dogs want to be around that many dogs all day. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. And we also use it, uh, some clients that will bring their dogs several days a week will book a solo camp day just to switch it up. And so they're not doing the same thing every single day. Yeah, very cool. And, you know, it's, again, equate back to, to humans. We all know that there are humans that don't want to be around a big group of people or maybe 
uh, you know, on certain days, you just don't want to be around a bunch of people. I experience that myself, especially as I get older. Uh, it's like I used to want to be around a lot of people, and now I'm like, eh, I'm just going to stay in tonight. So I think the same thing can be true for dogs. And uh, it's a great point about, you know, not being neutered or, or we'll even add spayed, I think, in, in certain circumstances to that as well. For instance, at Unleashed, we have a eight-month cutoff where you have to be either spayed or neutered by eight months or else we can't have group play. And uh, before we've launched this program, we don't have an answer for, for those pet parents. And it, it stinks because maybe their dog has been coming since age, you know, four or five months. And all of a sudden, you know, their vet and them have, have decided, well, we don't want to have our dog altered until a year, you know, maybe 15 months, something like that. And then, uh, you know, we, we feel terrible because it's like, wow, well, we can't, you know, we have to, we have to protect the, the pack. Uh, and so we have to have this rule. And, and so again, solo camp gives you an option. The other thing with solo camp too, is that, uh, and you tell me if you do this at, at Scouts Honor, but I think there's the opportunity maybe to have very small group play. If the goal is to maybe help your dog get into more group and socialized settings that, Hey, one of the enrichments can be just a, a, a very small, well-supervised pack of two to four dogs that your solo enrichment camper can be part of, and that can help grow them to a point where maybe they can get into a hybrid or a full camp program. We do, we do that. We do do uh, socials. Typically, we do with mm -hmm. neutral um, neutral dogs that we know really well. So typically, sure. um, employee dogs are definitely great dogs to enjoy socials with. Yeah, so it can be Those a great program do, that way. They do help dogs get into a hybrid camp or day camp, but sometimes I, especially with my dogs, they don't like to be in our pack sizes. Our pack sizes are mm. at most 15 dogs to one human. And that can be a lot of dogs to some dogs. And so some dogs sure. only prefer to play with one to three other dogs at a time. And that solo camp allows them to do that. So mm -hmm. social sessions are very popular enrichments for most of our solo camp dogs. Yeah, no, very cool. Um, and, and how many would you say on average do you have uh, in terms of the solo, you know, the solo campers? Is there like a, a daily average that you have in terms of numbers? I'd say about 20% each day is in solo okay. camp. So, yeah. Yeah. So a decent, decent portion of the, the entire population, which is good because again, it's a, it's a great option for people. Uh, who are who are wanting their dog to you know be engaged uh, during the day maybe while they're at work but uh, they don't have a lot of options and so it yeah. can be a good one yeah yeah no I, I mean it it was inspired by my dog June who is a, a yeah. great dog but she just doesn't really like being around other dogs and we wanted to create an environment for dogs like June to be able to go and enjoy a day at daycare but not have to be around other dogs. There are a lot sure. of dogs like that. Yeah, no, a, a bunch. And I know, again, we're very excited to be able to provide a, an, an option for dogs like that uh, at Unleashed. Uh, absolutely. Can't wait. I'm very excited to get that yeah, up and running. Be an awesome program for you. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously, uh, Kristen, part of, or a huge part of what you do uh, at, at Scouts Honor and a lot of what you do personally, Kristen, is to oversee the training program. Mm -hmm. um, and so you, you are there dogs that... Um, either can't fit into any of the enrichment programs nicely, or maybe, uh, you, like you were saying, you combine a little bit of both where they do, um, maybe half the day in, in the hybrid program. And then they come over and they actually do more intensive training and working on whatever it might be particular skills or things that, that, uh, both you and the pet parents agree that you want to work on, um, in terms of training, because you, you certainly offer that as well as a huge part of what's going on at Scouts Honor. 
Yeah. So our training model is kind of similar to the solo and hybrid camp model. So like I was saying before, mm -hmm. um, if you're a typical hybrid camper, you would spend half the day in group play and then you'd come over to work on specific behaviors for that um, you want to work on or that we had, like you said, previously discussed or we follow just what the basic obedience cues. So that's the five most basic um commands, which is sit down, place, come and heal. Mm -hmm. um, and then if your dog is a solo camper, they'll do their enrichments and then they'll come over and do uh, training to work on specific behaviors. So they're still getting both of those like super great benefits from training and from just being on the campsite. They get to also be handled by multiple people, which is great for dogs that are a little bit more nervous or anxious or even, you know, can be a little bit ruder to people. It's really great for them to get um, exposed to a lot of different people. So are you working more on some some basic obedience training, uh, maybe confidence building type of training activities as well. In, in other words, it's it, and and when you do that, are you doing um, one dog at a time, or are you doing maybe small groups, or how does that work? Yeah, so on the training side, we do one dog at a time. So they get mm -hmm. uh, their training sessions for the day. It's about thirty minutes, and that's when I spend time either working on the most important behaviors that are to the owner and to just everybody. So I've had dogs that come in that really struggle confidence building. So we'll spend the entire session working on, you know, tackling some agility equipment or tackling some, um, you know, wobble boards, just really boosting that confidence. And then there's some dogs who come in who need to work on just being appropriate in public. So I can, you know, pop them in my car and then we go to Lowe's and work on just, you know, uh, proper greetings around people. So it really depends on the dogs and, but we cater each session to what the goals are for the owner and just overall their goals. Very cool. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like just a, a great opportunity, great program to accomplish uh, some of those things. And there's such a, a huge need for those. A lot of those basic skills of of a dog. You know, when you're on a walk and and you you pass a dog who starts to go crazy every time they see another human or a dog on the street, and owners just don't know what to do a lot of times. And so, help in that area I think can be really big. And there's a, definitely a huge need for it because. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, more and more, right? More and more dogs all the time. Uh, people more and more COVID, beyond COVID, whatever the case may be, getting dogs and some of them not knowing what to do, <laughs> right? And so that's and where- It can be very scary for help. an owner to be faced with these problem behaviors. And they're like, I, I didn't study for this. I thought my puppy was going to be like this yeah. great, well-rounded adult. And now I'm starting to see all these behavioral issues. And that's when the anxiety yeah. starts to happen. And um, it definitely helps with people wanting to rehome their dog or just be like, right. I'm, I'm done. So yeah, being able to have that knowledge and how to take care of these behaviors have definitely, you know, they empower the owner. Because at the end of the day, I'm not training the dogs. I'm helping the owners uh, create this relationship with their dog and be able to communicate effectively. That's great. Any um, plans, uh, either of you can take this one as we wrap up here, any uh, new uh, you know, initiatives or plans in 2024 and beyond, beyond, beyond just the facility stuff where you're going to be uh, hopefully expanding into a, a whole new building, but uh, any other uh, with the programs or plans that you have for Scouts Honor here going forward in the short to midterm? Our most requested program is an all day long training program. So we're mm -hmm. going to roll that out next year and mm -hmm. dogs will have the option to train all day and it will be a mixture of training and enrichment, but it won't include group play. Mm -hmm. And then another big focus of us, uh, of ours in 2024 is educating our client base that hybrid camp isn't a punishment. Hybrid camp is yeah better for most dogs because most dogs need mental stimulation just like humans. 1% of 
dogs are successful in daycare. I always say that it's like yeah. really me in a room with 30 of my closest friends about two hours. I'm ready to go home. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk to them anymore. So if we can expect, like if we can't expect ourselves to sit in a room with all our closest friends for eight plus hours a day, why are we expecting our dog to do the same thing? That's a great 1%. Is that right? That's, what do you think, Allison? 1%? One to five percent, sure. One to five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's not a, a really big amount. Um, most mm -hmm. dogs just don't enjoy being in group play for twelve yeah. hours a day, and that's totally yeah. okay. That's totally right. okay, and yeah. people just don't really realize that that is not what their dog wants to do. Dogs deserve to have a mentally enriching day as well as the physical activity of socialization. We do think socialization is really important. That's why we include it in our solo camp programs and our hybrid program. But we believe that mental stimulation is just as important and just as really physically taxing as physical stimulation. It makes dogs, uh, it promotes better behaviors in dogs. Yeah, I you know I think that's true. I've heard the statistic that five percent of dogs are leaders and and sort of the you know I guess the I don't know if alpha is the right word, but the leaders of the pack and ninety five percent are more of the followers. So that would line up kind of with what you're talking about. And I again make the analogy to humans. Yeah, if you had to be like we all, even in our younger days, uh, you guys are closer to that than I am. But younger days where we like to go out, what was he got it? seven to nine o'clock at night and you're you're in a little past midnight as a as, even if you're you know really a social person well that's only four or five hours and you're talking about eight hour day in daycare it's a long day that's there's no question about it which is why i think you know when i saw the scouts honor model uh i said yeah th this is what we're gonna model unleash after and this is how we're launching our program as well so uh thank you so much for what you guys have done already. Uh, you've done a lot of the hard work. <laughs> I'm just kind of following the lead here, and we're so excited to to model ourselves after Scouts Honor. Again, if you want to check Scouts Honor out and just see what they're doing, uh, scoutshonorpetretreat.com, uh, based in Bloomington, Indiana. And again, Allison and Kristen, I really appreciate uh, your time today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Unleashed podcast. And I'm sure I'd love to, to do it again sometime and, and check in to see how things are going with you. Thanks, Ben. Thank, Thank you, you so much out. for having us on. I, I think this, this podcast is so cool for pet owners to understand why we do as business owners what we do. Yeah, no question. I think uh, hopefully it, it turns into that and it's a chance for a lot of great education. Uh, wonderful tidbits and the few podcasts I've done already, just, uh, just so many uh, so much knowledge, so much expertise out there that I can't wait to, to share with everybody uh, on this Unleashed podcast. So thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. Huge thanks again to Allison Jacobs and Kristen Paris of Scouts Honor in Bloomington. Again, uh, we'll continue to be in consultation with them and uh, continue to model their success here at Unleashed. It is such a big start to 2024. I, again, uh, the excitement level is off the charts for yours truly and our staff here at Unleashed. Can't wait to help you out with all of our enrichment activities, our expanded grooming services, all the enrichment stuff we're bringing to not only daycare but also boarding. If you want to bring your dog in for boarding and have them engage in enrichment, here we are. Uh, so it's it's going to be fantastic. And again, you can certainly get a hold of us uh, using all the information that if you're watching this on video, you can see on your screen now. Our website, our chatbot, our text, our phone number, our social media, our email, all the modern ways of communication. Uh, please uh, reach out to us and we'll answer any question you have. We would love to see you around at Unleashed. And again, 
Thanks to Kristen and Allison. Uh, thanks to you for listening. We'll be back next week with another Unleashed podcast where we'll talk with Chad Fahey of Charlie's Bark Park in Belleville and Monroe. And we'll talk to him all about boarding and how to be successful and how to have success boarding your dog. He's been running Charlie's for 15 years and has some insights for us. So can't wait to do that next week. And until then, uh, my thanks again to everybody involved in this week's episode. Have a great week. This has been the Unleashed Podcast.